All right. Angie Harness. Dustin Boston. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Doctor to, Dustin yeah. Boston. Thank you. Thank <laughs> You're you. welcome. Super excited to have you here with us today on the Vital Wire. Uh, we've known you for quite some time, mm-hmm. personally, but I just we just kind of want to introduce uh, St. Charles County, Cottleville area. The whole purpose of this is just expose small businesses, local people in the area uh, to what it is they do and just be a platform for anybody who wants to be on here. So let's just start with what's your creation story? How did Angie Harness get from where she was, childhood, however far back you want to go, to sitting in this seat today? How did you get here? What do you do? So, well, I'm in real estate. I'm a residential realtor. Um, That's and how I got there. Um, it was a, a long journey, but I'd worked in the service industry most of my life. Um, mm-hmm. In the 90s, I spent a, a few years working in a residential treatment facility with juvenile sex offenders. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty heavy mm-hmm. uh, and learned a lot. Um, working and doing that kind of work, cause you have to go very internal when you're working mm-hmm. with a population like that mm-hmm. because um, you really uh, gain a lot of clarity around cause and effect in terms of how... Um, how your behavior, your approach affects outcomes. And um, I learned a lot about myself during that because that's the only way you can be good at the job. And this also, like yeah. jumping ahead, this also carries into something that you do, you deal with today. 100%. So I, I haven't heard most of this, mm-hmm. but yeah, so mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, yeah. so uh, just active listening skills. So I was trained, um, Cornell University developed a program called, uh, now I can't think of the acronym, T- uh, can't think of it it's been so long ago but anyway um so anyway I was a trainer in this program and it was basically verbal uh de-escalation and also sometimes physical Mm -hmm. de-escalation uh safe physical de-escalation but you always want to avoid that so those skills definitely help me today in Mm -hmm. just terms of being able to um if someone's upset if they're uh just being in tune what's going on with people and being able to kind of Take a step back, mm-hmm. not get emotionally involved with them, but help them process through things in a way that is productive. And um, so fast forward to today, uh, years later, I was in the bar business, managed a bar downtown Champagne. That's mm-hmm. where I went the love of my life, uh, Mr. Tony Harness. Mm-hmm. And uh, we he was working in here in the area at for an engineering firm and we got married and long story short I wanted to live with him full time because <laughs> I like him and so we moved moved here to Missouri in 2012 I think that's the right year and I had decided prior to that when we moved here I wanted to get into real estate I didn't want to be staying up till you know bar closes at yeah. and you're there till 4am yeah. I don't really at some point in time you want to transition <laughs> from the 2 o'clock in the mornings to yeah. like the 10 o'clock at night uh, or, or 9 or 9 yeah like I get up <laughs> Like, I get up at the time I used to go to bed, you know, so I, yeah, I'm not, you know, it's too old for that. So I I knew that I wanted to get into real estate. Um, And the reason I wanted to get into real estate is because I love the idea of my success being 100% on my own head. Mm. Um, That is, I do not like, um, I don't like limits. And if you're working for someone else, there's limits and I'm not okay with that. Um, that's good. Yeah. Well, and everywhere I've ever worked, people would like, are you the owner? Like, no, I'm not the owner, but apparently I'm, I act bossy enough that people think I am. There's something inside your, like if somebody asks you that though, there's something inside you that goes like, yes, 
little bit. A little bit. So where did you grow up? So I grew up in Danville, Illinois. Um, I don't recommend going there. It was a nice community at one point, but you know, a lot of there was a lot of industry no, there. No real estate action worth taking. No. You could pick up some deals. Yeah, for sure. I just don't know how much they're going to grow. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a yeah. I grew up in Danville, Illinois, um, and uh, I was born in Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and but we moved to Illinois. My dad worked for Heister Company. We moved to Illinois when I was four. Um, I don't I, think I knew that. I've known you for like five or six mm-hmm. years now, so I don't really think I knew that. Yeah. Yep. Born in Portland. Beautiful, beautiful state. Yeah. So, yeah, moved to, moved to Danville, married my, uh, met my ex-husband, and uh, we were married for eight years, had my beautiful daughter, Crystal, mm-hmm. and she is now married to my wonderful son-in-law, Curtis, who is stationed in Diego Garcia right now for two years. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. He's a Navy corpsman, and he's running a... I think he's actually running a hospital over there or something. I know he's doing something, something Some, medical, something, something medical. Important. And he's, something important, and he's gone for a long time away from um, his family and my three grandchildren, which makes me a little emotional. But yeah, um, yeah. Fortunately, they can get on Facetime and see each other at least virtually daily, which yeah. is wonderful. I mean, technology is amazing yeah. that way. It's not like back, you know. Imagine people back, you know, year. 30, 40 years ago, it, mm-hmm. you know, snail mail, maybe a phone call if you're lucky. So, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're a lot, lot different today. So, yeah. So, Oregon to Danville, Illinois, which we don't recommend necessarily. No. And now St. Charles County, O'Fallon, mm-hmm. Wentzville, yep. Forstell yep. area mm-hmm. is your stomping grounds yep. now. Yep. I live in Wentzville. I love it. It's a great community. Highly, highly recommend it. Mm. And I love St. Charles County. I mean, I just think we're in a wonderful, a wonderful community of people. This is, um, you know, I proud to call Missouri my home. And when my husband and I moved here and I got my real estate license, you know, I had it in my head for whatever reason. And no, no offense to anybody who doesn't think this way, mm-hmm. but I felt like if I was going to sell real estate and being new to this area i need to become involved in my community in my opinion just yep. and this is just my personal thing mm-hmm. i didn't feel i had the right to sell houses if i wasn't going to be involved in my community so i joined the chamber out of the gate mm-hmm. um became involved with the child advocacy center which i um that's like my passion yeah my passion and i serve on the board there um and this co- community has been very welcoming so mm-hmm. it's it's i can't you know for i think not every community is like that, where you come mm-hmm. in as an outsider and feel yeah. welcome. And I feel like, and I think you, Dr. Lindsay, have had the same experience because you're have. coming here from Illinois as well. Very so. recently. Yeah. yeah. I said, we, we did um, the witches in Cottleville mm-hmm. over the weekend. And I said, you know, we've lived in the area that we've been in and we've done events over there and I loved it, but never did we have the same warmth in the community as we did just on Saturday night alone. People mm-hmm. coming up to me hugging me that knew me from being out networking and in the community and asking if I, you know, if I was by myself for a moment, do you need me to get you a water? Do you need me to sit at your yeah. table so you can go to the bathroom? Like just such kind people. And it was very, very, that's awesome. one thing I, I love about you though, Angie, is that you are very much, you were treated thusly mm-hmm. and now you treat the same way. So you moved to St. Charles County, everything that you just said, the welcoming factor and what you enjoyed about it. What's cool to see is that you could have very well just have taken that in stride and, oh, this is so great and moved on throughout your life, your business Mm -hmm. and everything else. But what's so cool is you are the person that also now gives that experience 
to people like myself. Mm -hmm. You helped us mm -hmm. move from Baldwin after uh, we graduated school to Dark Prairie. Condo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had I remember cute the condo. condo. On Chatelaine Walk. Chatelaine Walk. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's where we also birthed our first child was mm -hmm. in that condo. So mm -hmm. a lot of blessings there. But you took us from there, moved us to Darty and Prairie. We're in the act of doing more, but you've, you've been with us the whole entire way and we're a part of that welcoming welcoming factor mm -hmm. that you're now experiencing. Yeah. So I just love that about you. It says a lot about your nature and just what you said at the beginning of, of that conversation too is you didn't feel like you had the right to sell without being in this community. This is where you want to sell into and you're very much a part of that, which is super mm -hmm. cool. And uh, with the Child Advocacy Center, it's like anybody that we talk to, we can always say, oh yeah, do you know Angie Harness? Oh, I love Angie like I'm telling you. It, I know Angie. It happens funny. all the time. And that's, that's too funny. what we love about you because there has never been anybody that hasn't lit up when we mention your name. Mm -hmm. And so it's super cool to have, my heart. have you on here. Well, you're doing it right. And that's some things that we want to expose. There's, there's different ways to go about life. Like you said, no disrespect mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. who do it in such a way, but here's how we do it. Mm -hmm. Here's who we align with and having having you on here is is super cool um, to be able to bring full circle. But right now, I guess we can talk a little bit about real estate. We don't have to talk about the market or anything, but one thing one thing I think that I want to know is what from a from a real estate agent's perspective, mm -hmm. what are maybe some of the the common stressors you go through? Just as a broad statement, like you know, you know, having to navigate this is usually a speed bump for me. What's some of the details like as a real estate agent that people might not know? Not necessarily market bound. Oh, so like for me, like yeah. my experience. It's like, man, I always have to deal with like 26. You guys don't realize I have to deal with 26 pieces of paper anytime I have a client come to me to even start mm -hmm. working with them. Like what's yeah. some of the details? Yeah, well, people don't realize there's like, I think they say there's like something like 147, don't quote me on the number of jobs in a realist, in, yeah. in every, that we do. Um, the Probably the biggest, really the biggest stressor is when things don't go right for my clients. Mm -hmm. I mean, that really, like, I want things to go well. Right now I have some clients. We put a, a great offer on a property in Ellisville um, yesterday. And the agent, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, always, I always date the agents. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, I don't mean that, like, literally date them. But sure. when I'm, I'm trying to sell myself, I'm trying to sell my clients, I'm trying to make sure we're giving the best offer and, like, you want to work with us. Mm -hmm. and, you know, always any angle that to try to help them win is what we're trying to do. Submitted a fantastic offer, um, and <laughs> she's texting me. She's like, yeah, unless they're going to drop uh, appraisal and um, financing contingency, I don't think they have a shot. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're not doing that. Um, not in this market because the mm -hmm. market's going down, and right. I would mm -hmm. not feel um, confident in their investment for them to do that now. Right. Six months ago? Maybe a different conversation, but we're not in that market today. So, so. job number so, one, consulting. Mm -hmm. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Con Consult. On like, many different matters, but right. this being one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, you know, they really love it. And they, they I already made them aware it's a long shot. They yeah. know that. I prepared them for that, you know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard when you see... And I always try to tell people, please don't fall in love with it until we're closing. Mm -hmm. But it's still hard. Yeah. It's still hard. When you walk into a home and you emotionally, like you feel it, you love it, that's challenging. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so when things don't go right, that 
You for know, some reason, I always think on the selling side. Like I never, I always think of like, how oh. can, like I, I sometimes forget that there's a, a buyer side to this that you play too. Because mm-hmm. the first thing that when you said, you know, there's so many, there's like 147 different jobs we play. I'm thinking like, yeah, like consulting on one, the market, mm-hmm. to the scenario of the contract or what the mm-hmm. other buyer's wanting, landscaper, home design, like interior designer. Staging, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Therapist sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, so to the selling side, I had a client recently. Marriage counselor. Sometimes. She's looking over at me. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Here's the deal. Sometimes, though, you know, you have couples and sometimes they're not on the same page. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I I just remind them that, you know what, it's okay, guys. We're going to, you know, I just try to reassure them and help them. be on the same page. And some of us have the Joanna Gaines style without the Chip Gaines to back that up. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. A much smaller budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. We don't want people, we want you to be happy about the next move. We don't want you fighting about it. Yeah. So we try to, yeah. Leave that to when you're packing boxes and assembling Ikea furniture. Right. right. (laughs) Just hug, hire somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We want to bridge those gaps for sure. No, I had a, I had a client, I had a client, um, I guess it's been a couple months and, I showed up at her house uh, with, I, I have a lot of decor that I've purchased over the years because um, I've learned from my staging consultant company that I hired to help stage a house. Mm-hmm. And so just a, just one one thing my clients don't have to do, right? So I show up at her house with all car full of stuff, you know, photographer's going to be there in an hour. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm just going to go set up my little vignettes and mm-hmm. photographer's going to show up and it's going to look all pretty. House is not ready. House is not anywhere near ready. House is like a day away from being ready with a team there getting it ready. Like it's not. And she's a a lovely woman, but a lot on her plate, Mm -hmm. right? A lot on her plate. And don't anybody call me expecting this. This is not a normal (laughs) thing that I did. This is not in the package. This is not normal. (laughs) I'm actually going to create a package for this, but it's going to look a little different. Mm -hmm. Um, So I... Had to reschedule the photo. Uh, reschedule the photo shoot for the next day. I called a couple people um, that sometimes help me out. They we, they met me there the next day, like eight a.m. and we we did all the things, got it ready, and the photographer got there at like one. And I'm like, okay, I need you to start at the bedrooms and work your way this way. <laughs> we still were like yeah. you're trying to get ahead of them yeah, yeah. uh-huh uh-huh but we got it done got it sold um got a good got a good deal on you know good price on it and uh it it worked out but yeah it was a, <laughs> it was a lot this of work. wasn't my house yeah. <laughs> it was not no it's not dr Lindsay's house um, she's taking notes over here like okay don't yeah. do that don't yeah. leave that <laughs> but sometimes you know sometimes you just gotta pivot and mm-hmm. you know do some things that you wouldn't normally do because it was yeah it was that was the situation so we got her done <laughs> got her soul got her mood she's happy yeah so, good never a doubt mm-hmm. so making your clients happy how do you help them stay away from falling in love is there something that you do to help resolve those stressors you're saying that that was a common stressor is i is make sure they stay happy don't fall in love with the house too soon mm-hmm. preparing them for I don't want to say the negative side that could happen, the outcome that might not be what they hope for it. Is there a way that you go about that with your clients? Yeah, I think it's a lot of it's just helping people emotionally manage the situation and helping them understand that, you know, in the eight years I've been doing this, I've never, ever had a client lose a house and not find one that they like better. It's never mm-hmm. happened. Okay, so... So and, important. 
Yeah, and it's hard to see that. Um, and it's and then I also remind them that we're also looking to have a good investment for you. So I just always focus on the positives. And well, acknowledging how they're feeling. I'm not trying yeah. to be Pollyanna like your your feelings aren't valid. They are. Right. At the same time, helping them just focus on what are the positives here, you know, and what's you know what can we control. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, and when we went through our process with you, there was uh, there was a lot of like you mentioned earlier, active listening on your part, mm-hmm. and you know we're very kind of particular, we're easygoing, but it's like once you understood what we Everyone wanted, everyone is particular yeah. about a house you're supposed yes. to be. It's See, okay. Yeah. This is it, and this it's is okay. Ex- That's good because ex- I have a list of mine. Every, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I hear I hear people say all the time, "Well, I think I'm being too picky." Like you. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you want, like, if you got fifty thousand dollars to spend and you want granite countertops, okay, that's being too picky. Mm-hmm. But when you're reasonable and you, there are certain things you want that are important to you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And that, and that was exactly what I was going to say because there would be times where you know maybe we'd send you listings or or and you would literally say, well, I didn't send you that for a reason. Yeah. There's this, this, and this. <laughs> I've and got I'm, that text back too. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm not letting you settle, or it's just not the right position for us, your client at the time. It just for any client, you're, you're very much like that. It's, it's not the position you wanted to be in, and that's not a position I'm going to let you put yourself in Mm -hmm. and so you literally listening to what it is we wanted and not letting us settle was huge because then we ended up with what we wanted if we said if we're going to be in town it needs three-car garage Mm -hmm. ended up being double deep we needed a lot for the dogs it ended up right like three quarters of an acre I think you're all close to half an acre. Yeah, I think we're between, I think it's like 0.68 acres. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So almost three quarters of an acre and Mm -hmm. yeah and it it worked out perfect and had we had settled um, but again we found the one that we liked more and you very much uh, advocated for us, like you do everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now, let me kind of shift this a little bit because you said we're, we're gonna kind of move from real estate because I want, now I wanna talk more about Angie because you fired off at the very, very beginning when you kind of said your creative story is she said she you, you wanted to, you wanted your success to be on your own head, your own, own mind, your mm-hmm. own brain. So getting away from what you do why and how do you operate? What goes through Angie's head when she wakes up in the morning, when she used to go to sleep? Like, what does, <laughs> like, why do you operate that way? What are your values? Where does Angie come from? What's Angie's come from? I just, it's about potential, you know, and what's my potential and being the best, you know, how can I, be the most excellent what I, at what I do. How can I create the most excellent experience for my clients, for the people mm-hmm. who honor me mm-hmm. with their business? Um, and I just love the fact that I get to make those choices and nobody can limit how I do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody can. There's nobody else that can say, you want your standards up here, but this is where our stand. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So I, I love that. I love that I get to make those choices. And, I, and, and as my business grows, I get to bring other people into my business too. And mm-hmm. you know, I have a virtual assistant. Uh, she's in, her name's Del. She's amazing. She's in the Philippines and she totally gets me. Um, she puts <laughs> up with me. Um, and uh, you know, I get to you know, pay her and she takes things off my plate that I'm not really good at or just mm-hmm. don't really want to do. And, uh, and it blesses her with a good mm-hmm. income. So that's like that's awesome. That's awesome mm-hmm. to be able to to do that and um, 
and as I continue to grow, then I'll be able to, you know, do more of that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and there's I get a, to give more money away. Yeah. See, <laughs> I like that. And a lot. something that you and I talk about a lot is we continue to grow and regrow as we've made the shift here in what a lot of people, and you very much display a heart. And I love your confidence in this. I've learned this, a lot of this from you, believe it or not. I try to channel my inner Angie Harness and that confidence, <laughs> the, the, well, just the confidence of like, this is how I operate. This is why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, there's, there's going to be, <laughs> There's going to be haters, but you can do more with more. 100%. And you're going to attract to you what you need and want around you, in much like you and I operate. But we're going to respect those. We're going to respect everybody. And just because we don't align with each other, at the end of the day, I know if I continue to give the excellent experience, achieve that performance, and make more, I can do more. I can give more mm-hmm. away. I can operate at, at that higher echelon. I can give people by way of that hope and the fact that you know I can set myself a bar that people can look up to and you very much do that I don't know if you realize how much you do that but you do it in such a great way that's very inspiring and and very um, you know you are very much a magnet to uh, a lot of people would say women at this point but that's not the entire truth. I think there's a lot of people that you might not know that should probably call and tell Angie that you appreciate her because I think there's so many people that you have affected that you don't even know because of how it's like, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I stand for. And this is what I'm going to help others do and bless other people with. 100%. I know that standpoint from you and Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that. I, uh, I, when you're talking, remind me, so it's a, there's a lot of, I'm drinking Keller Kool-Aid. I love it. It's delicious. Um, but there's a, you know, it's just the, the training and the mindset that, that they, that they provide us is amazing. Such Mm -hmm. opportunity, but, um, there's a bold law and it's be, do, achieve. So that's, and that's one of my favorites. So if you, you know, whatever you want to achieve, you have to start being that person today mm-hmm. um, and it's working true. on yourself. And the more you work on yourself and the more you're going to grow and the more you're going to be successful or and whatever success looks like to you, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, it's different for everyone. My daughter stays home with my three grandchildren and works from home and that's, that's a line for her. That's mm-hmm. makes her happy and that's amazing. And I have three grandchildren who are doing wonderful in life because she's made that choice. Um, so it's, it's really whatever it looks like for you. It's amazing. And I think that really radiates off you when you, when you find what's right for you and you're able to be your best version of yourself, mm-hmm. that really, I think that shows through exactly in everything you do. Exactly. Well, and I think that, you know, you talked about be growing and, and earning more money kind of touched on it and I think that's a message that needs to get out there more and more it's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay to make a lot of money money Mm -hmm. is good for the good it can do it's okay to not make a lot of money it's just whatever you want you know go out there and get after it Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. um and it's not everything obviously if you're sacrificing your health and your family and then it's not worth it but if it's what it like you said a line for you then there's nothing wrong with it at all and you can Give, give more away. Right. Absolutely. And it's uh, the be, do, achieve is, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. And I think that aligns a lot with us as, mm-hmm. as we've started to uh, really figure out what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are, what, why are we here? Why is this here? Why What's are we in alignment with you? 
And the, the be, do, achieve, I think, is very important for a lot of people to dive into because you can be whatever you want to be, and you don't have to let anybody tell you different. Um, whatever you want to achieve, do. Start to be that person. But guess what? You have to do the work. You do. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to just be and achieve. Yep. You no. Have, you have to be and do. And that's something we hear all the time is, well, I want to be doing this, and I have this going on, but I don't know. Oh, I'm not, you know, not going to take care of myself. It's like, no, no, no. We are here to be a resource. You still have to do the work. Yeah. You know, you want to sell your house. Well, we can do that. I'd love to do that for you. Here's some things. Like if you want to achieve this price point and you want to, you know, be selling your house, then you have to do this to get there. Exactly. So right. you can use that in so many different ways and factors mm-hmm. and kind of shape it. But, uh, you know, there's you are never off a podcast, off a book. You're always engaging into <laughs> some sort of oh, yeah. mental aspect 100%. of growth. You like gotta- why? 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 I, well, here's the thing. You got to, why am I? Yeah. Why do you do that? Like why? Like, cause I, the, well, the first 25 years of my life were pretty messed up in a lot of ways. And you, you know, I'm not going to go into details, but my childhood was a lot of, a lot of crappiness mm-hmm. and you got to counteract that. You got to counterbalance it and nobody's going to come and, you know, the people that hurt you are not going to come fix it. Right. It doesn't work that way. You, you can't only, change the past, but you can change the future. And you got, and you're the one that has to take responsibility for it. My favorite quote or one of my favorite quotes is by um, Brian Clemmer from a little book called if how to's were enough, we would, would, we would all be skinny, rich and happy. Or, <laughs> I, I might be butchering it, but right, Brian right. Clemmer, a little book, but he says, take responsibility for everything in your life. Not because it's your fault but because of the possibilities it opens up. And I butchered that a little bit. But I love that because you have to, you know, whatever you've experienced or been through, no one else is going to fix it. Other people will help you fix it, but you have to take ownership of it. So whatever that thing is that's in your way, you're going to have to deal with it. I mean, you can sit and whine and cry and play victim. Go for it. But it's not going to help you. you. You have to, at some point, you know, go ahead and cry for a minute, mm-hmm. I don't mean literally a minute, but then yeah, you go do it. Go yeah. figure it out. Go hire a therapist. Go hire a coach or read a book. Fill your mind with positive things. But you've got to, you know, our brain is a... a We're going to start this whole thing over. This is what we came here for today. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I had envisioned. That's too funny. Well, I mean, our brain is like, you know, think of it like it's the greatest supercomputer in the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you get some bad wiring put in there, you know, then you got to go in and you start working on it and fix it Mm -hmm. and keep after it and don't give up. Don't give up. Here's my here's my one liner. You ready? Or here's my analogy. My my I, I warn everybody all the time, every episode, everything we do. I live my life on one liners and analogies. Mm-hmm. And you just said our brain's a supercomputer, and there's sometimes there's bad wiring, so fix it. So it's kind of the easier analogy that I use a lot is it's like a ba- it's like a bag of oranges, or you put the oranges in the drawer of the fridge, mm-hmm. and you put a moldy one in there. What happens to all the ones around it? They're all gonna get bad. So what are you gonna do? Keep freaking dumping new oranges no. on top of the bad ones? No, like, no. It's like remove the moldy stuff. Clean the tray, refill the bucket. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there's what. So what is yours? Because I know you're a book and podcast person. A lot of people are. This is going to be the best one one day. Hundred percent. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you actively listening to, reading today? Ed Milet. I am like freebasing Ed Milet right now. <laughs> and I've never done that actual. 
thing that that whatever that exactly is um but yeah Ed Mila, I'm just I love his podcast I'm listening it's so positive and I it's a lot of meat and potatoes and just good stuff and I'm also listening to his new book on on audible is fantastic so getting a lot out of that but I'm always listening to like I'm also listening listening to the shift book which is a Keller Williams book because mm-hmm. the market is shifting I'm you know I flip-flop back and forth between different things, but I'm always, yeah, I'm almost always listening to something, either a podcast or um, or some some book that it's going to, that I'm going to learn something from. It's mm-hmm. got to, mm-hmm. you know, I want, it's, I want to learn something and I want something that's going to provoke some thought that's going to help me grow and help me really just be a better person. So you're not just like reading 55 Shades of Grey? 56. I've never read that. <laughs> I have, ne- and I'm actually not interested in reading it. So. Mm. No yeah. offense to anybody who has. I have <laughs> friends who have read it, and they loved it, and they enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Great. I just don't. Point being, <laughs> point being, though, like if you want to be as successful with people and in life and business and relationships as Angie, it's, it is very important to work on yourself and take care of yourself. Always be growing. Yeah. If, if you were to. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Till you take your last breath. Mm-hmm. Right. Like never stop. Mm-hmm. You don't use it, you lose it. You stop, mm-hmm. you're done. I mean, that's it. I mean, yeah, you're growing or you're dying. It's right. one of the two. <laughs> if you were gonna go back, do you have like a go-to book? Or if I said you need to go back and read one from your library next week, which one do you start? Like, you Bible. can read one book. <laughs> you got me. Okay, outside right. the book. I mean, honestly, best self-help yeah. book ever, li- ever written. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, you you know, you when you dig in. Do you I, have I a go-to don't... book in the Bible? I really like James a lot, but I haven't read enough to give you. Like I guess a, it also kind of depends on like the day, the, like whether yeah. it's uplifting or teaching or giving. Yeah. Or, like you can really. I like James a lot. I also just really recently got turned in, turned on to uh, prob. That's probably not the right thing to say. We, <laughs> uh, we knew what you meant, and we're not going to cut it out. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, Proverbs thirty one um, about like the, like how to be like an awesome woman. Um, which it doesn't actually say that in the mm-hmm. Bible, but um, yeah, that's pretty cool too. So, do you ever have? Do you have like a favorite devotion book or anything like that? Do you do that? I do do devotions while um, reading. Yeah. I've liked Jesus Calling. There's another mm-hmm. uh, TD Jakes has one. Woman something something is really good. Love TD Jakes. He's cool. Um, yeah, just different ones. Whatever kind of. Sometimes I just get led to something. I recently got led to this whole Proverbs thirty one, and I can't think of the name of the lady. Um, and I'm supposed to start her program, which I haven't done it yet because there is a lot of stuff involved. You and I are so much alike. It's I like know. you know what? I align with you. I don't care what your name is. You have what I want. Give it to me. I'm on it. <laughs> I know. Like, let's go. Like, I can't think of your What's name. What's it called? I don't know, but it it does what she's I need like it a, to do. She's a pretty brunette. Like I can't anyway. <laughs> were you looking in the mirror? Is yeah. that what you were no, doing? No, oh. wasn't me. thank you, but no, it wasn't me. Um, yeah, it just kind of depends on whatever I need at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I listen to Joyce Meyer a lot. I listen to her podcast in the morning. So I make my own mineral water with my soda stream in the morning. So while I'm doing that, I listen to <laughs> Joyce Meyer. <laughs> Love that. She's a hoot. So as we kind of head into our descent here, um, yes, you're a real estate agent, and you are an awesome real estate agent. I have somebody to connect you with, actually. Oh, so sure. don't awesome. leave without me doing that for you today. Um, but... You mentioned the Child Advocacy Center. Yes. You are huge in this on the board. Mm -hmm. We like to help out when we can or when you need something. And if you need something else, you let us know. Um, But I want you to talk uh, real quick about 
the Child Advocacy Center. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, the Child Advocacy Center um, in of Northeast Missouri is located in Wentzville. That's their main office. They also have an office in Hannibal and then a satellite office in Memphis. What they do, they do a few couple different things or a few different things, but they, to start with, is forensic interviewing of children of alleged abuse. Most of the children who come through there are victims of sexual abuse. Um, and the reason that's so important is that it gives that child the opportunity, one, to tell their story in a safe environment, kid-friendly environment, tell that story one time without mm -hmm. having to repeat it to many different adults. Super important. Police, detectives, children's division, and then be re-traumatized over mm -hmm. and over again for the mm -hmm. retelling. Does it mean they won't go to court and maybe testify? They might. They mm -hmm. might. If it, um, and plug the St. Charles County prosecuting attorney and their team, um, Tim Lamar and his team, they do a fantastic job of prosecuting sex, sex crimes against kids. So a awesome. uh, little plug there. Anyway, uh, yes, yes, yeah, we love that, right? Yeah. And um, they, uh, the, in this Child Advocacy Center, it serves 14 uh, counties in the state. So they do that. They also do prevention education. They go in the schools and they teach kids how to keep themselves safe. One of my favorite stories, a little girl, seven years old, grandfather was attempting to mm. abuse her. And she had been through prevention education, and she was able to yell, and she got away from him and kept herself safe. And when they interviewed her later, she said the pretty ladies taught her what to do. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's sweet. I know. It's awesome. But, yeah, so that's a, a positive. Um, and there's no telling how many kids are kept safe because you can't prove a negative because mm -hmm. they had some education, which is wonderful. And they also do therapy. Every child that needs therapy has the opportunity to go to therapy, and it costs them nothing oh, wow. to go. Um, they just, somebody has to get them there. Um, so one of the things, and I glad, and it's a, there's something that needs to be done at the state level. Children's division is so short. I think they, I think they have only three or four, four people manning the phones right now. It, they're so short, and I think they're supposed to have 15 or 18. Oh, Please wow. don't quote me on the numbers, but it's they're so short staff. So kids we're not short by a couple. We're so, short by so they're getting hotline calls in, and kids aren't getting seen. So yes, this is. Can you imagine? Mm. You're a child. You're being abused. Call gets hotline, and nobody's coming to help. And it's not. And it's not the caseworker's fault. They're right. understaffed so badly part of it is their pay is really low and it's very hard you know right. hard to convince people to go do this job that is super stressful and make like what thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars a year i honestly don't know what they make sure. but it's not a lot yeah. um so that's a big big problem any legislators out there that might happen to stumble across this y'all need it you got to mm -hmm. figure this out because mm -hmm. it's not okay yeah. yeah yeah what a what a great program mm -hmm foundation every everything about that is good especially in a time like now there's more eyes opening to other things as far mm -hmm. as the trafficking thing and this kind of aligns right inside That's of that another thing that they're and, involved with as well yep and so you being on the board of that and and being the person you are there's um, either connect with us connect with angie or somehow we will get anybody in touch who has a heart for this uh, if you ever wonder where to donate to, like anytime you want to 
I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Anytime you want to, do you want to add a dollar to that for this foundation, stick that in your pocket, give it to Angie, let it go to the Child Advocacy Center and because you, you know exactly where that money is going to go and what it's going to provide. Exactly for. right. Mm-hmm. And you can actually just go online to the Child Advocacy Center of Northeast Missouri and there's a donate button you can donate. Um, we have events that you can get involved with as well. So it's very, very easy to do that you could you know go go set up a ten dollar a month recurring donation mm-hmm. those you know that little bit goes a long way you get a thousand people doing that that's amazing right that mm-hmm. goes a long way well a couple more minutes here how does i'm gonna switch back i like to go i'm like a pinball machine on this sucker you are <laughs> but we're gonna get everything across we need to get across it's the add crew here I know. <laughs> just get it get it and go to the racetrack after this and we'll get it all out <laughs> So how does somebody start working with you? What does that look like in a couple minutes here as we wrap up? Like how, one, how do we get a hold of you? What can they expect from you right off the bat? How does that work? Yeah, well, first, it just starts with a conversation. So call me, mm-hmm. um, 636-856-6485. Let's just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my, one of my greatest wishes in, as far as my business goes, if people would call me before they need to call me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, call let's start that conversation early and so we can do a really solid needs analysis um, develop our strategy for whatever it is that you need whether you're selling buying both investing doesn't matter but let's have that conversation early so that we can really plan and figure out what's really going to be best for you the more you know just having that time to plan is very valuable yeah perfect I've got, uh, we've got all of your contact information. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what you do, how you do it, the people and resources you have to help you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why your, your process and your experience is very much different. I can, I can speak from actually doing it. Dr. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's kind of going through it now. Yep. But the people you utilize and you, you stay with what you're good at and you've built a very good team around you to have resources around you mm-hmm. to continue to drive that experience high and make things as easy as possible, mm-hmm. uh, which is super great. So uh, with that being said, anything you want anybody to know? Uh, well, along with well, so what you just said is one of the best things you can do for yourself is really understand what you're good at and understand what you're not so great at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make myself do a lot of things <laughs> that are not my natural, but isn't it better if I bless someone else who's actually naturally talented with that and hire them to go do it? Because mm-hmm. then we're going to have a better experience. So knowing what you're not good at and being willing to let that go, take your, throw your ego in the garbage and let go of the things you're not that great at. We deal with that. You'll be a lot happier too. We deal with that every day. Mm-hmm. Be good at it. Make great decisions. Advocate for yourself. Take the action. Stop thinking that there is, you know, start thinking more, start thinking more value, not so much price or how much time, like start valuing yourself, your things, mm-hmm. what it is you want. And uh, that really ties into both of our, into everybody's life. It really, it's like stop looking at the price and start looking at the value. Start doing it early, not when you need it. Um, start start really planning for those things going forward. And do you want it your way or do you want it the best way? Right. I want it the best way. Yeah. So whoever's going to make it happen the best, then that's what I want. Right. doesn't need to be me. And I'm willing to, to put to my ego and mm-hmm. my stuff to the side to get the best. Yeah, 100%. percent have the best outcome. Mm-hmm. 100%. Awesome. All right. Well, another edition of The Vital Wire in the books. We're glad you were here. Thanks Thank for coming. You for, thank, thank you for thank having you. me. This is fun. Here we go. See ya.